from the BG Podcast Network Studios, brought to you by Chattahoochee Tech, this is your Paulding County News Podcast, bringing our stories to life with news, events, and what we're talking about in Paulding County. Like, follow, and subscribe to hear the latest news from the Paulding County News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. For you. About you. From you. Call us now to get in on the conversation at 404-997-8655. That's 404-997-8655 or info at bgadgroup.com. And here's what you're talking about. Four men alleged gang members have been sentenced for their involvement in a 21 drive-by shooting in South Cobb, Georgia. Their sentences range from 4 to 13 years after pleading guilty in Cobb County Superior Court. The gang members include Nicholas Poole, James Daniels, Bryce Dowell, members of the Two Solid Gang, and Thomas White, a member of the Good Product Team Gang, who allegedly ordered the shooting from prison. Doug, the Good Product Gang, and the Two Solid Gang. A fifth suspect, Thomas Williams, was allegedly the getaway driver, has not been arrested. The case involved shootings in Atlanta and Cobb County in 2021, injuring bystanders and causing property damage. The investigation revealed connections to gang activity and the use of contraband cell phones in prison. The gang members who were arrested in Hiram pleaded guilty to various charges, including violations of the Street Gang Terrorism and Prevention Act, aggravated assault, and property damage charges. They received prison sentences and probation as part of their sentences. This from the Marietta Daily Journal. A car wreck in Paulding County resulted in one fatality and several injuries. The crash occurred at Mulberry Rock and Cohran Roads around 6.49 a.m. The Paulding County Sheriff's Office initiated a search for the driver responsible for the crash, and they were pursued throughout the county for most of the day. The pursuit led law enforcement to the area of Buchanan Highway and Georgia 120 westbound and the Rose's store. Eventually, the driver, identified as Michael Anthony Morgan Jr., 41, was captured at a residence in Temple with the assistance of of Paulding authorities, Georgia State Patrol, and U.S. Marshals. Morgan faces multiple charges, including homicide by vehicle and hit and run, resulting in serious injury or death. He is held without bond in the Paulding County Jail. This from WSB TV. An 18-year-old Paulding man, Caleb Evan Hasty, was arrested in connection with a fatal crash that occurred on August 26 in South Cobb. The crash resulted in the death of a 15-year-old passenger. Hasty was the second person arrested in connection with the incident. The crash allegedly involved two cars, a 2001 Ford Mustang driven by another 18-year-old, Garrett Tyler Betts, and a 2019 Pontiac G8 driven by Hasty. Both drivers are accused of racing at speeds of 100 miles an hour in a 45-mile-an-hour zone. The Mustang lost control, causing a collision with a tree, resulting in the death of the passenger and serious injuries to Betts. Hasty is charged with vehicular homicide, speeding, reckless driving, and racing on highways and streets. He is currently in custody without bond. This from the Marietta Daily Journal. And checking your Paulding County weather, the beautiful fall weather, yeah, it has returned. We got highs in the low 70s and also lows in the 50s to start off your week. No more cold weather for at least the time being. Hey, now is a great time to call Daco Systems and schedule duct fogging for just $129. Duct fogging offers multiple benefits. It enhances air quality by eliminating mold, mildew, bacteria, and contaminants in ducts, improving indoor air quality. 
It effectively eliminates unpleasant odors from various sources trapped in your duct. Lastly, it disinfects and sanitizes the HVAC system, reducing the spread of germs and bacteria, promoting a healthier environment. This service is a comprehensive solution for cleaner, fresher, and healthier indoor air, making it a great investment for your home or building's well-being. Schedule today at 770-209-2261 or visit DacoSystems.com. By the way, now through the end of September, Daco is offering an amazing $1,250 off a replacement. Call them today. Again, 770-209-2261. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist. 98.7 Chat Tech, where 98.7% of our students earn a career. So for each of our programs at Chattahoochee Tech, we have an industry advisory committee. Those are people in each given industry that will employ our graduates when they get finished with our program. We have students that are placed at manufacturing companies such as, uh, let's say, Glock, for example, the gun manufacturer, because they have machinery that's running 24-7 to create the guns. So all the way from that to healthcare, where uh, like hospitals, for example, they're running 24-7 and they have machinery that needs to be running 24-7 as well. My program is specifically for students who want to be in healthcare, but maybe don't want patient contact. Maybe they want to be in healthcare in a healthcare field that's recession-proof and they're helping people, but maybe they don't want blood, body fluids, any of those elements in their life. So they may choose healthcare management to be on the opposite side of the patient care. Visit ChattahoocheeTech.edu, where 98.7% of our students earn a career. We're back with more of your Paulding County News Podcast. And here's your Paulding County Arrest Report. Giovanni Fernandez Tharp was arrested on October 5th, charged with rape, two counts of aggravated child molestation, felony trafficking of a person for label servitude, and felony probation violation for a fingerprintable charge. Here are some of the things you had to say. Adam Kelton said, send it back to beep. Hmm. Ronnie Pitts commented, he's in there now with Bubba. Finally, Angelique Edwards Payne from Atlanta said he shouldn't have even made it to jail. Agreed. That guy's going to have a very rough rest of his life. Yeah. Cody Gregory was arrested on October 27th and booked on the following charges. Aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, possession of a firearm or knife during the commission or attempt to commit certain felonies, conspiracy to commit a crime, contributing to the delinquency, unruency, or deprivation of a minor. And here are some more of the top comments. Betty Hobbs Krennic said, Pretty serious charges for one so young, not to mention he wants to be identified as Asian. Okay. Jasmine Shell commented, Beep, y'all locking up six-year-olds now? David Carter from Atlanta said, This is why I love this page. Not his mama trying to defend him and fight other people on the post. You should be worried about your son, not us, lady. Finally, Calvin Jones from Dallas said, Aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Don't want to try that again. You're probably going to meet somebody with a gun. Again, please note that these individuals have only been arrested and are not convicted. They have not had their day in court when we recorded this podcast. We wish them luck on their day in court. And let's get to our weird news story of the day. 
In a small Australian town, a murder mystery has unfolded as three people died after consuming a family meal suspected to contain poisonous death cap mushrooms. What kind of mushrooms are those, Doug? They're death cap mushrooms. Death cap? Not the uh, the psychedelic uh, mushrooms, I guess. Aaron Patterson, who hosted the lunch, has been a prime suspect. After months of investigation, the police arrested Patterson, charging her with three counts of murder and five counts of attempted murder. The victims include Patterson's former in-laws and their relatives who fell gravely ill after the meal. While Patterson has denied wrongdoing, intense public scrutiny surrounds the case. The death cap mushroom is known for its extreme toxicity and consuming just one can be fatal. Clearly, obviously, we had uh, multiple deaths here, Doug. Have you heard of the death cap mushroom? I haven't heard of the death cap mushroom, but uh, apparently this woman did not eat one, so... Yeah, God almighty. I mean, she couldn't have just given him like some Montezuma's revenge. She had to go all homicidal on us, Doug. Oh, that's what happens down under. (laughs) And here's your social media stories. An anonymous member of What's Happening in Paulding County Facebook page posted, Why are Mexican teenagers lining the side of 278? Some of the top comments were, Sharon McCallum, who said, Not all Hispanic people are from Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Sharon. Mandy Dunn Tyson suggested, It's not the Day of the Dead. It is a religious march. La Antorcha Guadalupana, or the Guadalupan Torch Run, is organized annually by Asociación Tepeyac, in which a flame is brought overland from the Basilica of Guadalupe in Mexico City to St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City. Kimberly Jackson Shrivers from Hiram commented, They would have said black teenagers or white teenagers. We need to stop being so sensitive. Everything is not an insult or a judgment. It was a question, people. And here's your second post on social media. And Paulding County Uncensored posted in their Facebook group, Hey Fox 5 Atlanta, what are you investigating here in Paulding? The top comments were, Brandy Spinks said, Our daughter was murdered and we want justice. Some of these comments are disrespectful. Have some compassion for our families as we mourn the loss of our daughter. We are absolutely heartbroken. Justice for Brianna. Valerie Collins suggested, Most likely covering the torch run. And finally, D.D. Ingram Smith said, The Paulding County young woman that was accidentally shot. What's happening in Paulding County? We've got you covered. All right, Keith, let's do some events here. So here's some things we're talking about. Call us with your thoughts at 770-799-6810. So November 7th, yeah, you got to get out and vote. And November 14th at 10 a.m., the Paulding County School District hosts stakeholder meeting. And November 17th, Girls' Night Out, downtown Dallas, Pink Friday from 4 to 8 p.m. Doug, you going to Girls' Night Out? Heck yeah, I am. All right. See ya. See you, man. Angie Chavez is an experienced real estate agent serving Paulding, Cobb, and other counties in Georgia for 24 years. She is dedicated to serving her clients and has extensive knowledge of the West Georgia real estate market. Angie has won numerous awards for her sales production and is a million-dollar member of the National Board of Realtors. She specializes in new home construction and is an accredited buyer agent. Angie is also passionate about giving back and supporting military, veterans, teachers, and public servants. 
Whether buying or selling, Angie Chavez with Atlanta Communities is the right choice. Call her today at 404-401-0739 or visit her website at angiechavez.atlcommunities.com. Hey, unlike others, Angie will call you back if you don't reach her the first time. That's 404-401-0739. When it comes to solving complex engineering challenges, there's only one name you need to know, Engineered Solutions of Georgia. Our team of experts has years of experience and uses the latest technology to provide innovative solutions for all your home needs. From foundation repair to waterproofing and drainage solutions, we've got you covered. We work with both residential and commercial clients, and we're committed to providing excellent customer service every step of the way. And with our state-of-the-art equipment and top-quality materials, you can be confident that your project will be completed to the highest standard. So why settle for less when you can have the best? Call Engineered Solutions of Georgia today to schedule your free consultation and see how we can help you tackle any engineering challenge. Engineered Solutions of Georgia. We guarantee a stable dry foundation. Residential and commercial. Hey, we do it all. Dial 678 don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to the Paulding County News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All of our feature interview pieces here on the Paulding County News Podcast are presented by Credit Union of Georgia. Let's meet some of the interesting people in our neighborhood. Welcome back to the Paulding County News Podcast. I'm very happy to have Kathy Crow here. Kathy, you are with the Dallas Women's Club. So, I am. And so can you tell me a little bit about what you do with the women's club? So I am the chairwoman of the renovation and restoration of the Dallas Women's Club. I'm the chair of a committee. And I've been, um, my task at hand rather is to start the process of renovating a clubhouse that's been there for 103 years. and, And I'm finding out some really interesting information along the way. So what exactly does the the Dallas Women's Club do? Well, you know, it's kind of an interesting background. If I could go back a little bit, they're kind of like the shadow women, I call them, or I call ourselves, we're the shadow. Mm -hmm. The only library in all of Dallas, and I believe Paulding County at one time, was the Dallas Women's Club. The building itself was open to be a library, a community house, and it is something called a resting room in 1920. It was important. It was a resting room for women who went to town. So if they brought their babies, if they brought their children, it was a place for them. While they went shopping, they had a place to privately be with their children to feed them and so on and so forth. But ultimately, it was the library for the town. So what these women, and the more, the longer I'm in the club and the more... I'm going into the archives, the more I'm seeing, they were really the quiet champions behind the community that no one knew were there. They were organizing school clinics. They were raising money to buy books, the clinics, rural health care. They raised money for an auditorium, for seating in an auditorium for a high school that was running out of funds. So the interesting thing to me is I found recently is they've been taking care of the cemetery, of all things, oh. from 1921 to 1989. They were the ones that were in charge of the maintenance 
of a cemetery. It never occurred to me that somebody outside of city government would do that, but the city government was not. It was uh, it was the Dallas Women's Club. Oh, that's interesting. So that was uh, many years ago, but you know, you said something about it being over a hundred years old. So. What has changed since then and as of now, what's the what's the difference? What's the and also maybe what's the message you're all trying to send with this? So the women's club still to this day is mirroring a lot of the things that they did back then. We're getting food and medicine and education out to the community. They do a lot of fundraising for the disadvantaged sometime other than at Christmas time. I mean, a lot of organizations, you'll hear about them doing work at Christmas. They're doing it all year round. So healthcare, they're working mostly with the tying in with the schools and with the elderly and and with the poor disadvantaged in our community. So you're doing a lot of nice things in the community, which is fantastic. So for somebody who has not heard of this women's club and is a woman in Paulding County or Dallas specifically, how can they join up? How can they get involved? What can they do? Well, they can go to the DallasGeorgiaWomensClub.org or they can go to DallasWomensClub at gmail.com and become a member. And is there anything you have to do to become a member or you just say, hey, I'd like to become a member and uh, show up? It's pretty much just show up. And then once you be decide that you want to be a member, then it would be $40 for the year. Uh, but, you know, we're always looking for people to help us with uh, not only the fundraising, but to take the meals, to organize the events that we do around the community, to gather toys and, you know, just get information out to the community about what the needs of Paulding County's community is. So what are some upcoming events that you're putting on? Well, right now it's mostly fundraising so that we have a place to meet. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been meeting in other people's homes. We've been going to some wonderful local community. Like there's a farm at Fox Hollow that we've met in. We've been going to venues to meet. So we, we're really looking for a place. This building by itself is very historic to Dallas. It's right on the corner. Mm -hmm. And so we would like to start being able to have events there to allow like the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts to have their meetings there for it to be a venue for, you know, an auxiliary library meeting place, for example, the historic, we have a lot of interest with the historic clubs from the Dallas and the Paulding County market that we'd love to be able to open our doors to them. But we can't open our doors until we get some serious restoration completed. So is the building just vacant right now? It is pretty much vacant. I mean, we still have a lot of furniture from prior to 1960 still in the building. We have the original 19, wow. I think it's 1922 library table. We have some, we, we still have some furniture in there from the 20s and 30s. So it's not abandoned, but it hasn't been able to be used the way it was used in a robust way at one time. So how many women are in the club right now? Well, it's interesting that you ask because it had gone down to seven. Oh. Because people, yeah, people were aging out. They were able to maintain the women from the club's 
previously, but younger women weren't coming involved. That's the reason Candace is involved. That's the reason I'm involved. I mean, not that I'm a young woman, but there's some new vitality coming into the club now. So it went from seven to, I believe we have a little over 50 right now. So it's building up and that's only been in the, about the last 90 days. Okay, well, that's still that's still a good number. And hopefully people listening to this can get more involved and sign up and be part of the Dallas Women's Club. So what's the future of this club? What, what are you hoping to, to do here? Well, some of the things that we're hoping to do is we want to have like old school spelling bees, for example. We want to mirror some of the things they did in the past. They would have spelling bees. They would have Arbor Day. They would, you know, get trees and planted for around the community. You know, they would host art events. For example, there's a lot of like middle school and high school kids, you know, have art contests. Just do things to get the community involved. And, um, you know, some people would consider it old fashioned, but mm-hmm. we like to think of it as, you know, home values. We're trying to get the community involved in those kinds of things again. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of history with this. Are you trying to use some of the, you know, what they did back in the, I guess, the 20s, 30s, or 40s? Are you trying to recreate some of what they did and maybe enhance some yes. of that? Yes. I, You know, we're still trying to find out the logistics of doing like a spelling bee. I mean, spelling bees used to be something that we probably have all had oh yeah some experience with well do they still do that i don't know i mean we're still we're still looking at doing things within that community like that the spelling bees you know partner with the library partner with some schools partner with the scouts you know and just get the whole family local community involved again a lot of people don't know their neighbors and this is a good way to do that that's great so basically the dallas women's club is just a club for women that do good for the county and the the town of dallas with without people knowing who we are or what we're doing that's how it's been like i said the shadow women Ah. we've been behind the scenes doing things without asking for recognition now we're asking for recognition because we're trying to renovate a clubhouse so it's a, almost like a little secret society. I, I like that. So is there something else about the club that people should know about? Well, I think the fundraising efforts for the people in the rural parts of our community are, to me, the most exciting part because we don't have a tree where people can pick one or two kids to buy for. We, we're we going out to the community and providing clothing and toys and food and I mean we raise almost a thousand pounds of it sounds odd to say that but almost a thousand pounds of food for a food bank in Paulding County that is not a food bank that most people have ever heard of and they really touch the the people at the core of our community that are really displaced so yeah I mean we're finding out one of the projects that I'm hoping that we can do is you know there are uh, homeless school children so I'm hoping that we'll be able to help provide jobs and things for their family to help them out of that situation without really calling attention to them we do it privately yeah that's nice so it's the Dallas Georgia Women's Club.org is the website and get involved in this and Yes. And we're looking for sponsors for the clubhouse. We're looking for sponsors at our fundraising events to raise money, that kind of assistance. But the clubhouse right now is if they could sponsor just 
the windows, the landscaping. You know, we have a lot of checklists that uh, we need help with. So, you know, any help that we can get would be hugely welcome for us to stay there, that corner not to turn into a parking lot. Yeah, that sounds good. So that is excellent. And I hope that uh, we get the word out pretty good about this. I and so. And, uh, you know, let's see what Dallas, Georgia is made of. So, Kathy Crow, thank you very much for thank you. doing this interview. It was really thank interesting. You. I learned something new today about Dallas, Georgia, and I'm, I'm glad I did. I'm better for it, too. So thank you very oh, much. Very kind. Thank you. I love technology as much as anybody, but when banks replace people with machines, I had to draw a line. I've been with the same bank for 20 plus years, and as cool as technology is, I believe the relationship you have with your bank is an important one. My wife used to bake cookies for the people who worked at our bank, and they were our friends. But in the last couple of years, they were all replaced by video tellers. Recently, I sold a vehicle and was paid in cash. I went to deposit it and was told my now former bank no longer accepts cash. Okay. That was it for me. I joined Credit Union of Georgia, a homegrown, not-for-profit cooperative that still offers personalized customer service, a network of more than 30,000 ATMs, and convenient locations. Innovation is great, but trust and relationships still matter, particularly where it comes to your finances. Make the switch today. Get more info at cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. Whether you're new to church, have been a Christian for many years, or looking for a fresh start, you're welcome at New Season Church. New Season is a place where people can believe in God, belong to a family of believers, and become fully devoted followers. We exist so that people far from God may experience life in Christ and become fully engaged followers. Join us for one of our two Sunday services, 9 or 11 a.m. Hi, this is Pastor Steve Flockart. Whether you're new to the Paulding community or have been here since the day you were born, New Season Church is a place where all are welcome. From our exciting children and student ministries to our engaging Bible studies and small groups and events, I promise New Season Church has a place for you. New Season Church, just off Highway 278 at 4457 Atlanta Highway in Hiram. We exist so that people far from God may experience life in Christ and become fully engaged followers. New Season looks forward to seeing your entire family this Sunday and feel free to check us out online at newseason.cc. We believe what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. We look forward to seeing you Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. at New Season Church in Hiram. We're back with more of your Paulding County News Podcast. And now here are your weekly sports updates from the Paulding Sports Chronicles Facebook page. And we got some info here on the 6A regions for high school football for the 2024-2026 seasons. This one's a little bit tricky on what the GHSA has done in the past. They seem to like to keep the Cobb schools together regardless of geographic proximity. So here's my geographic region from our schools. We got North Paulding, Paulding County, McEachern, North Cobb, Kennesaw Mountain, Hillgrove, Marietta, Harrison. And also, I, I think they'll split up the, the two Paulding County schools with Paulding County playing the four Douglas County schools and the South Cobb, Pebblebrook, and Osborne thrown in. So what's your take on what's going on? going on in high school football here in Paulding County. 
Three individuals were killed in a late-night crash on the exit ramp from Interstate 285 to Interstate 20 East in DeKalb County. The victims have been identified as 41-year-old Taraja Ramses, 13-year-old Sundari Ramses, and one-month-old Fugibo Ramses. Two other children, a 10-year-old male and a 3-year-old female, were injured and taken to the hospital. Mr. Ramses, a well-known stuntman who worked on movies like Black Panther, Avengers Endgame, and The Hunger Games Catching Fire, was driving a Ford F-150 when it collided with a broken-down tractor-trailer in the left lane. The cause of the crash is under investigation. We'll have final thoughts after this. Hey, with the severe weather and all these tall trees in Georgia, I don't have to tell you that at any time your power can go out. And depending on the cause, who knows for how long. I also don't have to tell you that we all kind of take things like electricity for granted until we don't have it. That's why this is an excellent time to consider protecting your home, family, and belongings with a generator. You're in luck. Powers Electrical Solutions is the Generac dealer here in Georgia to call, and Generac makes the best generators in the business. Call Powers Electrical Solutions today and find out more about installing a Generac generator. The pros at Powers Electrical Solutions will answer your questions and give you all the info you need. Call today at 404-645-6843 or visit powerselectricga.com. Protect your home and have peace of mind. Powers Electrical Solutions, powering your priorities. Thanks for listening to today's Paulding County News Podcast. Follow and subscribe to hear the latest news from the Paulding County News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. For you, about you, and from you. Get involved in the conversation at 404-997-8655 or info at bgadgroup.com. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa flash briefing or your Google home briefing and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. All rights reserved. This podcast aggregate content from other sources for informational purposes and is in no way trying to infringe on the copyrights or businesses of any other entities. All content posted up on the site is used under the Fair Use Copyright Law 107. All audio, media, and articles are copyrighted to the original owners. All audio on this podcast are embedded from YouTube.com and are owned by the respective copyright owners. No audio information are copyrighted or stored on our servers. The court ruled that linking or embedding copyrighted videos is not copyright infringement, even if the source video was uploaded without permission. However, However, we will gladly remove any audio clip upon valid request from respective copyright owners. Any owners also have the option to disable embedding his YouTube videos on other websites. News and press articles are owned by the respective copyright owners. Where possible, the appropriate accreditation or source of the article is given on the same page. The audio video files on this site are for listening purposes only. Downloading of these files to one's computer is strictly prohibited. They are owned by the respective copyright owners. If it is in the organization's belief that the usage or specific content used on our site containing copyright Operated knowledge conflicts with authorized use and or does not comply with fair use as described in the context, contact us through our contact page and we will remove the offending content immediately. Thanks for listening to the Paulding County News Podcast.